You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's your boy, Jason McIntyre, Straight Fire. For Tuesday, April 18th, we are officially on Tuesday. I just got finished watching the Sacramento Kings pull away in the fourth quarter, Bullying the Warriors, folks, a stunning development. It's We're technically recording this at 1 a.m. East Coast time. It's 10 o'clock on the West Coast, and I can't believe what I just saw. It was one of those moments where I told Rob G., Rob, I'm just going to record right now. It, I'm just fired up about the game. This is going to be forever known as the Draymond Green stomp game. If you went to bed early, you missed some drama. You know, Draymond Green is at the center of it. But uh, the big picture here is the Golden State Warriors down 0-2 to the Sacramento Kings for the first time in Steph Curry's career. This is his 28th playoff series. Steph Curry is down 0-2 in a playoff series. I know a lot of people like the Warriors in this one. People didn't want to give the Kings a chance. Oh, they're too young. They haven't been here. They don't know any better. Folks, this Kings team is tough as nails, fast as hell, and I know it was Malik Monk in game one coming off the bench with a ton of points. He played okay. He had 18 points. But Davion Mitchell, off night, uh, the, the the young kid from Baylor, had 14 points, a humongous three late in the game. He was tenacious guarding Steph Curry. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, though, the hero once again. He's unstoppable, folks. He is super clutch. I saw somebody tweet out um, right after the game, 
that De'Aaron Fox is better than John Moran, and I think that's obvious. I would take De'Aaron Fox any day of the week over John Moran. John Moran's a phenomenal athlete, but give me De'Aaron Fox as a leader uh, in the clutch. Like he is, he just delivered big time: twenty-four points, nine assists, four steals, and uh, you know Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. They hit a couple threes late. They got interesting. Came back in the game. They're getting nothing from Jordan Poole, but I've got to go in on Draymond Green. First of all, I have a feeling he's going to get suspended for Game Three in Golden State. That would be my guess. If you haven't seen the video yet, you're just waking up, well, you know, kudos for uh, tuning into Straight Fire before uh, what, turning on your uh, <laughs> your uh, news channel preferred for watching sports in the morning. Uh, fourth quarter, heated game. Sabonis is getting into it. Sabonis and Draymond kind of got into it in game one. It, it, these two, you know, listen, Sabonis is a tough guy. He gets pushed around a lot. Uh, they mentioned it on the broadcast, but he's tough, man. You look at his arms, he's all scratched up. And so late in the game, he goes – there was like, what, four minutes left. He's falling down in in a heap of traffic, and he's, like, on his side, and Draymond Green, like, lands his foot, like, right in um, Sabonis's like, like, body face, like, not touching, but, like, right there close to it. And Sabonis, you know, grabs uh, – you don't want to say it's unintentionally because it looked pretty blatant, like it was a grab. He, he can't really see it's Draymond, but he just grabs the leg – and Draymond struggles to get up, and on the second pull, he stomps down, and the ref sees it, and the replay is really bad. Draymond gets a technical, gets tossed, um, and rightfully so. Listen, a technical was assessed to Sabonis for the grab as well. I just, you have to wonder, the stomp was the most blatant stomp I've seen in basketball since Christian Leitner versus Kentucky in 1992. Leitner, that was the that was a Leitner game where he hit the turnaround shot to beat Kentucky. Listen, that was a bad stomp by Draymond Green. I don't know how he's going to explain it on his podcast. Uh, there's no way around it. He got grabbed. He was frustrated, but you just simply cannot do that. You can't, you, you can't stomp someone out in the middle of a playoff game. There's a billion cameras, Draymond. I don't know what he thought was going to happen. That being said, they didn't lose the game because Draymond uh, was, was tossed. They lost this game because they had 20 turnovers. I don't know. I mean, listen, This I, I shouldn't say I don't know. This is the Warriors' MO this season. On the road, they play sloppy. They play lackadaisical. They, they're not focused, and the turnovers are aplenty, and it costs them games. I thought they were fixing to get blown out there in the third quarter. They fell behind, I believe, by about 13, and it was so dire that Steve Kerr said, I'm going to put Moses Moody in the game, and he went out there, gave some hustle, grabbed a bunch of boards, five boards, two offensive rebounds. I mean, he, he was going at it uh, in, on the inside. They needed that. Listen, Jordan Poole, another rough game, one of seven. I don't think he played in the final like six or seven minutes. Maybe not even the fourth quarter. Missed all his threes, had a couple good looks. Um, DiVincenzo, not as much of a factor as he was in game one because Wiggins is back. But Wiggins played 39 minutes. He had a good game. Uh, it was essentially the Wiggins-Curry show until two late Clay threes made it look like he had a good game. But Clay's struggling in this series. Once again, they win the Steph Curry minutes plus three. And when he's on the, off the court, they lose and lose badly. Um, Curry, I'm going to say something. I, I, this shouldn't be controversial, but Davion Mitchell, without question, harassed the hell out of Steph Curry. I thought coming into the series, Keegan Murray might give him a chance, the rookie, because of his length. Murray has, hasn't has played that much. Davion Mitchell is an unbelievable defender. He is a pest. He isn't one of these guys who's like a Pat Bev pest. He's like, I move my feet. I hustle. You're not getting by me. I'm fighting through every screen. And there was a moment where 
The Warriors call timeout. Curry brings it up the court. And you think, okay, what is Curry going to dial up outside of the timeout? They had a 24-second violation. And a lot of it was Davion Mitchell fighting through screens, not letting Curry shoot it. I mean, again, my untrained basketball eye tells me this. They, they need to move Steph Curry off the ball because he is working way too hard. Curry, 41 minutes, five turnovers, six assists, 28 points on 21 shots, but only three of 13 from deep. And they're hounding him all over the place. I think you need to unlock him off the ball. Of course, this means Draymond is going to have to play point guard, but he was getting sloppy with the passes. He had five turnovers. You'd think Jordan Poole's a potential answer. They did unlock something with Gary Payton, uh, the mitten, who played pretty well. And actually, it wasn't just him offensively, but he had some defensive moments when they went to a zone. Yes, Steve Kerr was so befuddled, he dusted off uh, Moses Moody, the young kid from Arkansas. And he went to a zone. It looked like a 3-2. I'll have to wait to see the diagnosis uh, when they break it down here shortly. But it looked like either a 1-2-2 or a 3-2 just to keep Monk and Fox out of the lane. And it worked. They stormed back. They got right back in the game. But ultimately couldn't overcome the 20, 20 turnovers. And listen, Sacramento inside again. 12 offensive rebounds. Folks, Golden State is in more than trouble here. Now, you'd think they'd go home, they ride the home crowd, maybe the Kings are a little spooked on the road in that environment, Chase Center will be rocking, but if Draymond Green is suspended, we're probably going to have to see a lot more Kuminga. Do they go small? Because I don't think you can go small when you're getting pushed around by Sabonis. I, I don't. I mean, if you look at the shot chart in the fourth quarter, guys, and I, I put this on uh, on the gram, like, look at where all Sacramento... So, the Kings, in the fourth quarter, attempted four threes. They made two of them. I think Davion Mitchell hit one and Fox hit the other. The Kings, in the fourth quarter, attempted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve threes. They made four, but two of them were by Clay when they were down, like, ten with, like, 50 seconds left. But if you look at the paint, the Warriors got a bunch of dunks and layups, but the Sacramento Kings lived exclusively in the paint. And they got a bunch of buckets, and that is the problem here. Like, Looney, I know he's been solid. I mean, he was in foul trouble. There are, foul trouble is a theme in this. Uh, Red Velvet, Kevin Herter, who I thought played a really good first half. He got in foul trouble, and then they just didn't bring him back. Essentially, they're like, who are we going to pull? And Keegan Murray's definitely coming out, and it's Davion Mitchell, and then you got to have Malik Monk. And Golden State cannot keep Fox and Monk out of the lane until they went to the zone. Folks, they just they don't have a defender who could stay in front of both of those guys. Clay tried admirably. I thought uh, Peyton did a pretty solid job on Monk, but Fox is the guy. I mean, uh, 10 of 23, I know that doesn't look great. 24 points on 23 shots. Jason, where's the efficiency? I'm just telling you, he was the most clutch player in the NBA this season for a reason. When it's the fourth quarter and it's winning time, it's De'Aaron Fox, and he's taken over. And Steve Kerr, after the game, I know people will be surprised by this, but I hope that this was the first thing I said. Davion Mitchell in that defense against Curry. Steve Kerr, they did a great job defensively. We didn't handle it. They do not allow anything at all. And I'm talking from like once you cross half court, there's just, you have really no chance against this defense. They are, and I know they're a bad defense statistically, but a lot of it is the guard play. When you've got Monk, Fox, and Davion Mitchell chasing around on the perimeter, that is a lot of speed against 35-year-old Curry and 34, whatever year, how old ever he is, uh, Clay Thompson. Like, 
Andrew Wiggins did a capable job, but it is this is getting to be a, a, like I don't want to say DefCon one, but uh, I do also want to point out now some of the stats are popping up as I'm here on social media. Sacramento Kings in game one had 60 points in the paint. Warriors just 44, so plus 16. Game two, Sabonis and Bully Ball. And even Harrison Barnes got into it. 54 to 40, Kings, so plus 14 in the paint. And again, there isn't like something, you know, you think like, okay, maybe they can unlock something um, offensively. I mean, they, you know, 47% shooting, 32% from deep, 83% from the line. Just let this sink in. The Warriors shot better from the field. Better from three, better from the free throw line. But you're going to lose the game when the Kings get 10 more shots because of offensive rebounds and turnovers. The solution is take care of the basketball. Now, that probably happens at home, right, when they go home for game three. We'll see what happens with Draymond. My guess is a one-game suspension, but I'm sure the conspiracy theorists will come out of the woodwork and say, hey, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. The league wants LeBron Curry in game in the second round. They want that. So just be patient. This is not even close to over. It's definitely not over. But this is like, you know, we're approaching DEFCON 1, faux show. Uh, the other game's not even really worthy of talking about. The uh, Nets were covering for like 96% of the game. And then in the final like two and a half minutes, the Sixers start to pull away. Maybe it was the final four minutes. Sixers pull away and get the win. James Harden uh, resorted to being terrible. He was 3 of 13, but Tyrese Maxey had a big game. Embiid had 20 and 19 and 7 assists. Blah, blah, blah. Sixers win and cover. Nobody cares. It's the most boring series out there. Um, We'll do a best bet for tonight at the end of the podcast, but I think I need to pivot and talk about football for a moment. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. 
all-weather tires, dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Pirelli test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota let's go places but the biggest news on Monday wasn't in the NBA it was in the NFL where Jalen Hurts the near MVP last season of the Eagles only 24 years old got and I love this funny money the richest contract in NFL history five years 250 $55 million. He's going to be making 51 mil per year. That's why they called it the richest contract ever. It is a little funny money. The key number, as we all know now, we're all more educated, we've got more information, is 179.3 mil guaranteed for Jalen Hurts. That is not quite what Kyler Murray got last year guaranteed, 189 mil. And Deshaun Watson, obviously, with the 230 mil deal from the Browns. There are a lot of takeaways from this. And it's weird. I was going at it with Colin on the show Monday. Like, I I think we're, listen, I like Jalen Hurts. Let me preface it. I love everything about his grit, his resolve. The guy got benched at the halftime of the national championship game, right? Tua comes in. Then, uh, you know, it's Tua versus Jalen Hurts at Alabama. Then Hurts transfers to Oklahoma. I mean, he could have easily packed it up and called it a career and been like, you know what? I'm angry. I'm walking away. There's a lot of quitters out there. And Jalen Hurts ain't no quitter. Jalen Hurts says, I'm going to stick it out. He becomes a leader at Alabama. He goes to the NFL, second-round pick, gets drafted to a franchise that traded up at the time. I think they traded up for Carson Wentz. And he's like, okay, great. I'm going to be a, a proper soldier, fall in line, and then when it's my turn, boom, I'm going to shine. He it ultimately has like an okay season for them. They get to the playoffs heavily behind the running game. And then last year, I mean, really, if you look at the numbers, Jalen Hurts got this contract off one year. He had a really, really good year last year, and uh, let's keep it 100, right? Best offensive line in the NFL? Eagles are in the discussion. We'll, We'll give them top three offensive line in the NFL, but you could argue the best. He had A.J. Brown. They traded for a top five wide receiver. Top five, if you don't want to give him top five, fine. Top seven. But A.J. Brown was... I mean, a massive, massive upgrade for that offense. 
Also, he was throwing, Jalen Hurts was throwing to Devonta Smith, top 10 pick. Uh, a little undersized from Alabama, but again, a top 10 pick. They had a top-tier tight end in Dallas Goddard. I don't know where you want to put him among the tight ends. He's not Kelsey and Kittle, but he's certainly not far behind those guys, right? Eagles were absolutely loaded. Think about this. Their offensive coordinator last year, Shane Steichen, just got a head coaching job in the NFL. He had been an offensive coordinator for three years. That's it. The Eagles were loaded. And oh, by the way, they beat up on a very, very, very favorable schedule. The stars aligned for Jalen Hurts last year. That is undeniable. Can he duplicate the season? I mean, he only had like 22 touchdown passes. Now, on the ground is where he's really, really impressive. And I also think there is some value in this. If you looked at the Super Bowl, I know he didn't win MVP, but I remember coming out the Monday morning after the Super Bowl saying the best player on the field in that game was Jalen Hurts. Okay? 374 total yards, four total touchdowns, the gritty... Um, two-point conversion run in the fourth quarter. Unbelievable run. That, that for me, is one of the great quarterback runs. You know, it's on the short list uh, of the last few years. Like, that, that run, when you slow it down, you're like, where is he going? Where is he? Oh, my gosh. He just carried a dude into the end zone. Like, there is a lot to like about Jalen Hurts. But again, he's done it for one year. So the big, I think the bigger play here, and you know we always like to look forward, try to project what's going to happen in the future, it's difficult, but I think in this instance, it's kind of clear. Lamar Jackson just saw Jalen Hurts after one good season. Again, two years ago, he was okay. They were a mostly running team. After one good season, Jalen Hurts got paid in the Escalade. Does anybody say that anymore? I, I don't know. Lamar Jackson can come to the table with his agent, which <laughs> I wish I could say with his agent. He should probably call... Jalen Hurts' agent, who, by the way, there was a big, you know, a hubbub on social media yesterday about how Jalen Hurts got his agent. It was a, uh, a a woman who was like an agent or whatever slid into his DMs and was like, hey, do you have representation? Hurts meets with her. Boom. She's his agent. Next thing you know, she's at Clutch Sports and negotiates an incredible deal for Hurts. If I'm Lamar Jackson, I, and I know he's not going to do this because everybody says he should. Obviously, when people are told to do something, they do the opposite. I think my gut tells me he won't. But Lamar, if he were to call her, hey, can you get me a deal similar to that? If I'm Lamar, I have to, uh, again, new information should make you adjust what you know, right? We do this all the time with the NBA legacy debate, right? Well, Jason, you didn't say LeBron was the best ever. Yeah, I said he was going to be the best ever if he got a title with the Lakers. That was not really going to happen. He got it. Yeah, I got him as the best ever. When you get new information, you should be able to come off old positions, right? That's what smart people do. A lot of people, though, of course, it's 2023. People are dug in to their positions. I'm not coming off X topic, no matter what you say, because they think they're right. They want to be right. But in reality, you've got to get new information and adjust what you do. Remember the um, Caitlin Clark video in the national title game where the girl on LSU did the I can't see you, right? You see her do it, and you're like, oh, no big deal. Caitlin Clark did it to the other girl. Then, a couple days later, you see the video. Oh, wait a minute. This girl was following her around, doing it. It's a weird, it's just bizarre. Like, literally following her around on the court in a dead ball situation and doing it, and you're like, wait a minute, that, that that's a little weird. And so you adjust how you feel on a topic based on new information. 
So if I'm Lamar Jackson, I go to the Ravens, I say, hey, guys, I, this, this Hurts deal is awesome. I'm not looking for five, what, 255. I don't need all that. Here's what I would like, and let's work with this. I'm not even looking for 179 guaranteed. How's this? If I'm Lamar Jackson, my move to Baltimore is, give me a three-year fully guaranteed deal, just three years, right? You know, whatever the number, at 150, whatever it is. So if you want to do 51 times three, that's fine. 153 mil, three for 153. And then you can't f- make me a free, you can't tag me with the franchise tag after that. And I can do what I want. If I'm happy and we're rolling, whatever. If I want to go get another bite at the apple, okay. Would you be into that idea? I stay here. It's a win-win for everybody. You guys get your franchise quarterback. Oh, by the way, did you see, guys, that the last two years going in late in the season, we were like eight and four, nine and four, eight and three. And then, you know, I got hurt in the pocket. And uh, and then this past season, I didn't want to come back because I was unhappy with you guys. I'm healthy. I don't have an injury history. I don't. You know, we get Odell. I got the best wide receiver room I've had in Baltimore, wide receiver specific. Maybe we up, maybe we do some things in the draft. How about it? Three years, fully guaranteed. And you can't franchise tag me at the end of it. How does that sound? And Rob G, you are playing the role of the Baltimore Ravens front office. Is this a win-win for you, Rob? Absolutely. And, and it's kind of funny that it's gotten to this point considering that by almost every metric, pick whatever your favorite one is, passer rating, QBR, uh, you know, net yards per pass, whatever, uh, total touchdowns. Lamar Jackson's unanimous MVP season was better than Jalen Hurts' season last year. Yeah. And for whatever reason, Baltimore didn't de- decide that wasn't enough. That they didn't show he didn't show enough in that one season to get a, a big contract offer. Even though, as you pointed out a few minutes ago, the Baltimore Ravens offensive roster at least is nowhere close to what Philadelphia has right now. Jalen Hurts is great. I think he deserves every penny that he's gotten, but they got a great offensive line. The receivers are good. The running back core is deep. It's a very well-constructed offense. In Baltimore, you you mentioned a few weeks ago, I think that they hadn't have a 1,000-yard receiver on their roster until they signed Odell Beckham Jr. And he's been, you know, missing an ACL for two seasons, allegedly. So I don't understand why there's a big difference between what Jalen Hurts got and what Lamar Jackson, I guess, didn't get offered because last we heard, according to Adam Schefter, the big offer that they've been trying to push out from the Baltimore side is we offered him 133 million guaranteed fully goes up to 175 for injury. And there's an additional 25 million guaranteed if he's on the roster at a certain point in 2026. So they're like, oh, we offered him 200 million guaranteed. No, you didn't. You offered him 133 million. guaranteed. Is it, now, is this the Schefter report? That is the Adam Schefter report <laughs> back in September. Okay, They're so, trying to spin it as we offered him $200 million guaranteed. And so you actually peel back the end. You're like, oh, no, it's actually 133 And there's these other provisions that can bump the guarantees up. Yeah. So, so if I'm, I, I if remember I'm, seeing that, yeah. Yeah. So if I'm Lamar Jackson, and it's clear that the, the bridges have been burned at least partly. Like, I don't think they're ever going to be totally on the same page. So maybe the best compromise is short-term deal. We give you a lot of money. And it allows Baltimore to either prepare for life after Lamar Jackson, if they don't want to give him, you know, 60 plus million a year guaranteed, whatever it is after that. And it gives Lamar a chance to decide, 
do I want to stay here in Baltimore knowing what our history is or do I take my talents elsewhere where maybe it's not built exactly around me the way it is in Baltimore, but at least I'll be given an opportunity to show that I'm worth X amount of money. So now I guess the, the counter, and I'm sure people listening are like, why would the Ravens do that? And it it feels like a win-win to me. Now, you would say, well, why doesn't every team do that? Well, you know, you want your quarterback locked up. You want five years. You don't want three years. You want the longer deal. Lamar clearly does not want that. Lamar either wants all the money or a short-term deal. And there's got to there's always a middle ground. You guys know this. You've seen enough negotiations. There always can be a middle ground where both sides win. In my opinion, Rob, I think the Hurts deal is kind of a middle ground, right? He has a no trade clause. Now, I don't know if that's worth the 10 million less guaranteed, but again, and Rob, I, I know you're going to have a smart ass answer for this, but let's just remember 179 million guaranteed versus 189 million guaranteed. Is that really that big of a difference? The taxes, yes. uh, <laughs> I mean, it's tough for you and I to say, but it's right. not like the taxes in Philly versus uh, Maryland. Um, I, I don't know. This. It's, it's not like one of those Florida versus California deals. But again, if the, the ability to have a no trade clause in there for me for Jalen Hurts is a win, and that's probably worth some money, right? That probably cost him some guaranteed money. Um, I'm sure that more stuff will come out on the contract as it, goes out but like as of this morning when we record I don't see the spot track update on the Jalen Hurts contract so we don't have all the numbers usually there's like an interesting out after a couple of years if you really dig into like Josh Allen not the Patrick Mahomes but like Josh Allen and some of these other contracts it feels like everybody has a bit of an out at some point and you would not have that out with Lamar on a three-year deal um I think if you're Lamar Rob, this is the second layer after the, um, you know, Jalen Hurts, how does it impact Lamar's deal? Well, what's going to happen if Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert get their deals? You know, I, I know that people uh, don't think as highly of Herbert as, as I do. Herbert has, if let me check the notes here, zero playoff wins. Is that accurate? Yes, they lost to the Jags. But, I mean, by just about any metric... I think Joe Burrow clearly is is better than Lamar Jackson. Herbert's the interesting one. Like, we know Burrow's going to get paid. He's been to a Super Bowl. He's been to a conference championship game. You know, it, Herbert's going to be interesting. Like, does Lamar say, that's what they gave Justin Herbert? Well, what are you going to give me? I got an MVP. I got two more playoff wins than him. What, what's the big deal? But then... Then you get into the well. Herbert's a big, strapping dude. He's six five. You know, he's not gonna. He's never been hurt. He plays every snap. Well, he had he had the rib issue. I'm sorry. He did. He had, I think he had some ribs busted up, and he missed a game or or whatever. But I, it, I'm not paying Lamar. What I'm paying Herbert and Burrow. I think you'd agree with that, right? No, not necessarily. I think it depends on what, how your roster is constructed. Like I, I think the Chargers, top to bottom, their roster is probably top three in the entire NFL. Just position by position, all the way across the board, they are absolutely loaded. And Eagles would be in there too, right? The Eagles absolutely would be up and there And then too. the other team, I'm assuming Niners. Yeah. I mean, the quarterback is a kind of a big deal. So I don't know if it, it depends on how you feel about um, the Trey Lance, Brock Purdy show. But if they have even, like with Jimmy G, I thought they were at worst top five. Like, because their roster is just stacked everywhere. Um, Baltimore is nowhere close to that. Like, their defense is pretty good. I, I like the, a lot of the players they got on, on their back end and their pass rushers are good. 
But if you look at that offense, it's like Mark Andrews and a bunch of dudes. Like they, the Orlando Brown was their best offensive lineman for a couple of years, and they lost him. You right? Yeah. So they they Ronnie Stanley comes back from injury, and I I want to say he got hurt again. He did. Or he, yeah. So it's like it's Lamar Jackson and friends. So what you're asking Lamar to do is a heck of a lot more than you're asking a Justin Herbert, a Joe Burrow, who are both fantastic. It's just they're not asked to carry the same weight of an entire team the way that Lamar Jackson is. I'm looking at Jalen Hurts' stats, Rob. 22 touchdown passes last season. 22. And I know he had 13 rushing touchdowns, which is a bigger deal. But when, And again, that's accounting stats. They don't mean a lot. Herbert's passing touchdowns his first three years. 31, 38, 25. I mean, Herbert's passing numbers are ridiculous. Now, the Chargers often are playing from behind because, you know, the coaches, the coach Anthony Lynn was not very good. The coach's past year I don't think was great. Meanwhile, the Eagles last year were absolutely dump trucking everybody. And Hertz is rarely throwing in the fourth quarter, right? Um, this is a tough one. I, I, what happens when Herbert says, I want more money than Jalen Hurts? Like, can you really argue with the guy? I hope Herbert's he does had three good years, huh? But I hope, he do, I hope he does ask for it. I think all of these guys should try to one-up each other. Because, like, there's this, like, I don't want to get down this rabbit hole again, but there's this, you know, argument, which is a myth, that says that you cannot pay the quarterback big money and expect to win. Patrick Mahomes has shattered that idea last okay. season. Patrick Mahomes. Right? Who else? The, the, <laughs> look, Matthew Stafford was getting paid a lot of money when he won with the, they had, like, four guys making 60% of the cap in, with the Rams. Yeah. So, you can do it. You just got to make sure you pay the right guys. And the problem that people are getting into is you're paying Dak Prescott, who's an average to a slightly above average quarterback, top quarterback money, and that's why your team not as successful. Um, apologies to my guy, Derek Carr. Derek Carr was making $40 million or $35 million a year, right? And Derek Carr is good. I think he's somewhere around the 10, 12 range, but that's not enough to overcome the rest of the roster. If I'm going to pay the guy that kind of money, he better be the reason why our team is winning, which Patrick Mahomes is. And so on Stafford, it's interesting. He wasn't a, I don't think he was a top five guaranteed. I think he was like in the seven range. But if you look at their offensive line last year, that year they won the Super Bowl, the continuity was incredible. Nobody was hurt. Everybody was awesome. Then this past year, when they go from Super Bowl to dumpster fire, um, Whitworth had left. And I think they were down to like their third string guard. And they it was just really ugly on the offensive line. And you can't overcome that when you just don't have any talent around. So I don't know, Rob, do you think the Rams bounce back this year? I don't see it. Well, I mean, probably not, but I think they'll be Every, better than everything what you think. fell their way. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they'll I think that they'll be better than what people are expecting. Given how bad they looked last year, I wouldn't be surprised if they're right there in the playoff mix like in December. That they're just one of two or three teams that are yeah. fighting for a five seed or something We're, like what, that. Nine days away from the draft. There aren't many big free agents left. I, it, that It's tough for me to envision the Rams popping up from where they were, like unwatchable dreck. Uh, I looked at their defensive depth chart. Holy hell, like three names are recognizable, and Aaron Donald is one of them. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. That Rams team looks ghastly. That being said, if Aaron Rodgers leaves the Packers, it's like, well, Aaron Rodgers is leaving the Packers, according to everybody. If Aaron Rodgers lands with the Jets before the draft, after the draft, whenever, 
the NFC is like real. There's a humongous drop off after like the top three. I mean, I think the Vikings will come back a little bit. I think the Cowboys will come back and they can still make the playoffs. I don't think the Giants will be as good. So, but somebody's got to get in. Uh, Bears, you know, I'm joking, but no, the Bears, if Fields make a leap, it's not unheard of. Um, I do think the Eagles come back to the pack a little. Um, I am happy for Jalen Hurts. If this comes off as I'm a Hurts hater, that's not true at all. I like him a lot. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. All right, let's get to a best bet now. Three NBA games tonight should be a good night in the association. I think the the big one I got to start with is Suns Clippers. I know this is a big number, Rob. I don't see any way at all the Phoenix Suns don't smash. I mean, they have. this is a must-win for them. I know Durant played 45 minutes, and you only get one day off, but the line's seven and a half for a reason. You know, Kawhi, I saw a stat, he only he only missed two minutes in the second half. This is a guy who, you know, doesn't love to play a ton of minutes. I think I, I would not be shocked if if this was getting out of hand. All of a sudden, next thing you notice, oh, look, the Clippers are resting their guys in the fourth because they're down 10 and they're not going to make a comeback and they're saving it for Thursday night at the Crypt. Um, so I, I would go Suns. Seven and a half. I, Cavs, Knicks, it sounds like Josh Hart is not going to play for New York. I know that Josh Hart does not impact a line. How could a role player bench guy impact a line? You remember last week our guest from the, uh, the uh, Cameron Salerno co- covers the Kings? He said, Rob, that Malik Monk was the heartbeat of the team. And I was like, wait, whoa, whoa, how? Would not be surprised if the heartbeat of the Knicks is the Villanova connection. Jalen Brunson, and Josh Hart. I know people like Randall. I like Randall. We know it's not R.J. Barrett, but Josh Hart's instrumental, guys. He Anywhere he goes, like the team just wins. He's one of those glue guys. I'm going to take the Cavs here. You know the zigzag theory in the NBA playoffs, right? One team wins and covers, then you take the take the next take the dog in the next one. Uh, so I would go Cavs. Now the one time the other game I'm not sure of that I would stay away from is Celtics Hawks. Yes, there's a world where the Celtics just open up another can on Atlanta, which Atlanta, whew, just, I, I, it's not a good matchup. So, But for whatever reason, I wonder if the Celtics take their foot off the gas just a little. Remember, you look around the East and Giannis goes down. Oh my goodness, what's happening there? And then Cavs-Knicks looks like it's going to go on for a little bit. Sixers do look good. Um, so maybe there's a thought that, hey, Boston wants to get in, get out, wrap this up in four games and get some rest. Um, but still, I, I'm leery. I like the Hawks, but I'm not betting that game. Anything for you, Rob? Yeah, I, it's, it's, I hate that I'm agreeing with you almost down the line. Exactly. I think this is a big Kevin Durant game. I think that um, he got off to a slow start in game one. KD is going to come out firing. I expect him to have like 12 to 15 in the first quarter. It's really set the tone. I think Phoenix ends up winning going away. Um, that Josh Hart injury is huge. Like yes. we, we Almost all of yesterday's podcast we talked about the role players, you know, for the Lakers was Ree and, and Reeves. And then we talked about um, uh, uh, Harrison Barnes and, and Trey Lyle. Like, you know, role guys are what wins playoff games because you, you pretty much know what you're going to get from your stars on a night-to-night basis. Josh Hart is an incredible glue guy for the New York Knicks. When they made that trade, I was texting a few friends who are, a few friends who are Knicks fans, and they were, I was saying, look, he is instantly going to be your favorite player oh, yeah. on that team. As soon as you get him, he, he the way he plays, he's scrappy, he's tough. He he comes up big in, in crunch time moments, which he did in game one. Um, so in that sense, that's why I like Cleveland to bounce back and cover the five and a half. Unlike you, though, I, I think Boston's just gonna roll. Hmm. I th- this is this is probably the worst matchup that Atlanta could have gotten because where all their strengths are 
is exactly where Boston strengths are, but this just bigger. It's a bigger version of yeah. it. Who you're? Who who did you like more with the Lakers, Josh Hart or Austin Reeves? <laughs> that's tough because Reeves in the moment now everybody's just like on the Austin Reeves bandwagon I'll, but. I'll tell you what Alex Caruso both, both of them no I loved Alex Caruso when he was at the Caruso Lakers. Caruso uh, above I would go eh, Reeves Hart Caruso and that's not wow. a slight on Caruso I liked him a lot um, but Car- you would have Caruso over just because he, he was always good for like one out of nowhere jam on somebody yeah out of nowhere. Because even though you knew he could dunk, just seeing him do it still was kind of shocking. Like, look at this white, bald, Elmer Fudd-looking dude is yamming on everybody. So, big fan of Alex Caruso. All right, that's it for today. Talk to you tomorrow. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.